1: Good evening to you, wherever you may be. Pastor Mike Douglas here. Welcome to Lighthouse Live. Great to have you with us. On the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network, our special greetings to those of you who listen to us overseas, Elaine, Mm. uh, people in Tehran, and and, uh, Israel, and uh, Iraq, and uh, just a great, great pleasure and honor to have you with us on a weekly basis. Just a reminder, friends, if you're uh, local with us or even half a world away, uh, you can join us uh, after this program, actually, at 6.30 uh, Pacific Time (laughs) tonight as we go through Randy Alcorn's extraordinary book called, heaven uh, we'll be looking at uh, chapter uh, 6 seven. Seven. 7 that's well 6 or well we, seven's we, we the magic it. number there isn't there it you go. that's right it's a more holy number than than six we'll <laughs> look at chapter 7 and uh, we're talking about what's happening in the intermediate heaven when we die and we go to heaven what's happening there you know of course before the new jerusalem and the new earth occur uh what's happening and uh, we'll also get into uh, a brief discussion of uh amillennialism premillennial premillennialism that word. And you know, four hundred dollars <laughs> for my nose, and now my mouth doesn't work. Get him, get him. Yeah, that's the pits. And post millennialism <laughs> as well. And uh, so, anyway, an extraordinary broadcast coming up after this one. You know, Elaine, I was just thinking as we pr- prepare for uh, today's broadcast. As you look at uh, believers through the filter, through the glasses of uh, Jesus' words in, in Matthew 22, uh, 37 through 40. You know, love God with our whole being, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And as we look at believers through the lenses of Ephesians 2.10, you know, God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. You, you kind of see two general types of people through mm-hmm. those lenses. Mm-hmm. One of the types where you're going, will we ever get this through? You know, that we're we're not just to get our retirement set and then wait to go to the rest home called heaven. You know, uh-huh. can, can we get get this understanding that God has work for us to do here, and we need to get out of the four walls of our homes and our churches and, and connect with the hurting? There's that group, and then there's another group, and that group's here today, where you look at them and yes. you say... Man, I wish I could be like that. I mean, the, the, you know, these folks that are with us today are just, like, answering the call in, in the purity of the way that God designed it right out there in the trenches. We're talking about Youth with a Mission, YWAM, and uh, a host of uh, young people here with us today who are just a great inspiration to us. And we're going to get their story in just a couple of minutes. Before we do that, though, let's check in with our weekly update from The Voice of the Martyrs.
2: What will people be when Jesus freak.
3: What will people do if they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another real-life Jesus freak. In April 2001, Li Ying, the editor of an underground church magazine, was arrested and sentenced to 15 years in a Chinese prison. Still today, prison officials routinely try to get Li Ying to recant her faith and sign a document saying she's part of an evil cult. But she has remained faithful. How? God has used people just like you to give her courage. Li Ying was the first prisoner ever featured on the PrisonerAlert.com website. Since that posting, more than 7,000 letters have been sent to her. Those letters have helped give her courage through months of isolation and brainwashing. For more on PrisonerAlert.com and other ministries of the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
1: And again, back with you live here on Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Pastor Mike Douglas with you, along with Elaine Harlan, our producer and co-host. And uh, we're praying actually this week for our predecessor, yes. the inimitable, inimitable Mr. Owl. He's uh, he's taking the week off, not feeling too well today. And uh, also in studio with us, uh, the gentle giant, you know, the ever-ready bunny of ABC, John Engle, and. <laughs> <laughs> and uh just just here to support us in prayer. Thank you so much for that, John. Uh, once again, friends, we invite you to check our daily update page at www.vibrantcommunities.org. That gives lots of new opportunities to serve. You can find out what's happening around town and get connected with opportunities to show Christ in a real way to those who are hurting. Again, that uh, website, www.vibrantcommunities.org click the little red flashy dealy <laughs> icon thing there and <laughs> a that'll gizmo, yeah a gizmo you'll yeah. take you right <laughs> to it and also you can call us uh we do have phones as well we do and call 209-544-9571 that's 209-544-9571
0: Time to take a look at the Volunteer Center of the United Way. Their lend-a-hand list. Volunteers are needed to work the voter registration polls on Tuesday, November sixth. This part of the Stanislaw County Elections Office Adopt-a-Poll program. Shifts are available at uh, locations in Modesto, Oakdale, Patterson, and Turlock. Spanish-speaking volunteers are also needed. Uh, training through the Elections Office is required and available various weekdays, weeknights, and Saturday evenings beginning October 9th. That's tomorrow, isn't it? And that goes through October 20th. You want to please sign up by October 10th to attend a training uh, that fits your schedule, whatever that is. Your participation will help, and this is key. This will help raise critically needed funds for the local Red Cross. Mm for their Save-A-Family Emergency, that's the SAFE Fund. And uh, the SAFE Fund helps locally in three ways. It kind of ensures that local families or uh, individuals have food, lodging, and clothing after a house fire or flood, and we here at ABC hear about those kinds of things because we get to help out with that. Uh, provides emergency communication between uh, family and their loved ones in the military, and it supports the CPR First Aid Training Scholarship Program uh, to help low-income uh, people secure or retain uh, employment. Uh, the American Red Cross provides relief to vic- victims uh, of disaster and helps prevent, prepare for and respond to emergencies. I uh, want to say hi to a, a recently new friend that we just met, Curtis. Um, Curtis's last name is Parker. Yeah, Curtis Parker and Rebecca Cizak and Jim Money also at the Red Cross. They do a great, great work over there. The series Partnership for Healthy Children, Saturday, October 20th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Whitmore Park In series. Fun games, prizes, food, family, and uh, volunteers are needed to help and the ABC volunteers need to call Myra at 5410101 again 2095410101 and those of you who like to help out with young people this is your opportunity to uh, step in and uh, to do that we encourage you to do that Modesto Gospel Mission needs volunteers uh, to assist with children's programs to lead craft games uh, activities for the young people ages 8 to 12 years in the children's chapel program and that's between 7 and 8 p.m. Uh, on those nights, volunteer uh, orientations for the children's programs are going to be held October 17 to October 31st at 5.30 p.m. at the mission. Volunteers are also needed to serve uh, the evening meals, and those are available daily at 7.30 p.m. A volunteer orientation tour for those interested in working with mission services uh, will be held Thursday, October 11th uh, at 5.30 p.m. And uh, again, the Modesto Gospel Mission has provided nutritious meals, warm beds, and a place of safety for thousands of poor and homeless men, women, and children. And uh, Barb and Vern Deathridge do a great job there as well. And we also want to uh, encourage you to call Sylvia because uh, the Salvation Army Bavarian Homeless Shelter at 9th and D is going in full swing, uh, and they will be needing uh, meals prepared there. And you can call Sylvia if your group. Uh, or family, small group wants to help serve those meals, you can get a hold of Sylvia at 209-525-8954. Again, 525-8954. And once again, you need to uh, buy and prepare and take and serve those meals at that location. And that's a wonderful way to bless uh, those individuals. And we just uh, encourage you to do that. Also coming up, this is going to be a very busy week uh, around the AVC camp for sure. Friday, October 12th. You want to uh, come out to the Double Tree celebrating the fifth annual Healthy Aging Summit. That's uh, going to be uh, offering free flu shots and other health screenings. And uh, we just encourage you to go out there and take part in that. We'll be going out and, and uh, checking that out and saying hi to lots of folks there. The uh, Area Agency on Aging, Linkages, and lots of people that we partner with and network in the community will be there. And also happening on Friday, October 12th, the Haven Women's Center of Stanislaw County will be having their 10th annual street fair. And uh, AVC will be having a table there and our very own D. Clem. And uh, other volunteers will be uh, at the table greeting you and uh, just welcoming you, and, and on behalf of Haven Women's Center, who is another uh, partnership with ABC, will be out there. So hope that you will show up for that as well. Well, I'll tell you what we have been looking.
1: Before we go on, yes, sir. yeah, big thank you to Sherwood Bible yes, Church.
2: Yes, yes,
0: yes. Have
1: the opportunity for ABC to uh, be there uh, this past Sunday on the seventh, and uh, well, what you know, there there are churches in town that uh, really embrace the the idea that you know we, we don't need a lot of fanfare about serving uh we don't need headlines for it Sherwood Bible Church is one of those churches who you know kind of undercover mm-hmm. is working in the community all the time under under the helm of of pastor Ross oh, Bryles so nice. and uh I know that Ross would uh, would not want me to say this but uh, you know there's a there's a guy that just embraces you know working in in response to God taking no credit but they are everywhere mm, their yes. influence is throughout this city and people never know it and they are supporting some wonderful wonderful efforts around the community to uh, reach the lost and also uh, to to uh, connect people with those opportunities to let people see Jesus Christ in real flesh and blood through believers, and uh, yeah. we just thank you, Sherwood jo- Bible Church, for inviting us in, and and thank you for all that you do for the community.
0: Oh, that was a fantastic time! Amen. Another fantastic. And they didn't time. throw tomatoes
1: this year, which and was a good thing
0: too. They could too. have, but you know they didn't, and no, I, they didn't. I respect yeah. them for I that. I do too. Truly loving yes. church. They're very patient people. Yeah. <laughs> John Engel was happy about that too. That happens. Yeah, he was people. throwing rocks. <laughs> but <a day>.
2: right.
0: <laughs> We do. We just love Pastor <laughs> Pastor Ross Broyles and, and thank the lovely people at Sherwood. We have some great ABC volunteers from the Sherwood Bible Church and yeah, no? thank them again for that. Well, we just want to say a big thanks to the YWAM group, Youth with a Mission, Chris, Jimmy, Aaron, and John. And, and it's just lovely to have you guys back. So. uh What's up, guys? <laughs> Hi. 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 Hello. Welcome back. You guys are like family when you come through the door. It's just like, oh, welcome home. We get fed like <laughs> we're family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we get it's
1: spoiled right. here on Mondays. <laughs> it's you know? great right to
0: have you back. I mean, it's almost like yeah, you guys yeah. need no introduction, but it, it's always good when wham graces the doors here of abc and and this round table because you know we talk about partnerships and and we mean this with all sincerity you guys have got to be one of the best partners that advancing vibrant communities can have because i don't care what time of the day or night i pick up the phone and i call you guys and i do i say you know i've got this situation help you guys are there And Chris and and Jimmy and Aaron and John, uh, most recently, John, I I just, uh, we thank you. Uh, You're welcome. You know, we can't do this thing alone. You know, we we, uh, partner together, and we just, Chris, you know, we we recently, uh, we attend some meetings together in this community. And reaching our city for Christ, reaching out of our four walls, as we say, um, that's what it's about. You know, we talk about getting it. And if we could just get others to get it you know what i mean uh that's that's what's about what have you guys been up to what's going on
4: well lots yeah it feels like um just uh yeah we we follow our regular routine of being out in the city and showing up and being faithful and out of that comes a lot of work because you know as you meet people and and uh You develop relationships and you get into people's life then uh, from that kind of sprouts all the other things that we do so um, I think you know we've been uh, serving in the community uh, being regular at places to to hand out food and from that has come uh, a lot of things where we have been doing home visits for people we have a A group of children that we are with every week to run, well, it's turned into like kind of an informal little Bible club that we do on Mm -hmm. on Saturdays with a group of kids that we met down on South 9th Street and uh, lots of things like that that just come out of doing what we feel like we're supposed to do, which is be faithful and show up. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talk a lot about the, the builder generation and, and their automatic wiring coming out of World War II. You serve. You know, that, that's part of, that's just part of life. Mm-hmm. And then the baby boomer generation came in and it got kind of more about, cli- uh, you know, climbing the corporate ladder and, mm-hmm. And uh, for those of us in, in in my age group, which is getting older. Wait, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's a little bit sometimes harder, but the, I, it seems to me that for the younger generation coming up, there's a pre-wiring and understanding uh, to to go out and, and, and do something for the cause, whatever the cause might be. Hmm. How, how do you guys, uh, w- what do you see that's resonating with the young people today in terms of Reaching out and serving others—is that a hard sell, or is there some pre-wiring there that that uh, is kind of an automatic response to uh, to go out and and, and helping people? Uh,
5: I th- I don't see it as a hard sell, as yeah. far as my experience. I yeah. think people are a lot of young people are very eager to to serve and to connect um, the faith that they have Sunday mornings with the uh, rest of the week and. How to express the uh, the love of God and neighbor in practical means?
0: What turns them on, Aaron?
5: Uh, anything rooted in real relationship mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. anything that goes that goes deep, mm-hmm. um, not just a superficial. Um, Action, but something that can really connect someone's heart to another person's heart. So.
1: The, the, there's a heavy value on authenticity, mm-hmm. isn't there? And, and, you know, you think back to Jesus confronting the the Pharisees, and he mm-hmm. said, "Well, you, you look like white, whitewashed tombs. You know, right. you sound great, you look great, but inside you're decaying." Mm-hmm. You know, and it just seems to me that, and I, I think this is a good thing for the church in America. There's a generation coming up saying, you know, "We, we want to see." Uh, Ourselves walk our talk, and I see you walk your talk, too. And I I see that as a real positive. uh, Yeah,
4: right now, like uh, back at uh, the church that gives us office space, we have uh, six young people that are there right now that are with us for the week. And they're a part of a Youth with a Mission discipleship training school from Bishop, California. Mm. And they came to Modesto for a week to uh, receive some teaching, like we're teaching them in the day about justice issues. And then, in the afternoon, we're taking them out, and they're going to be ministering to our city and uh blessing people, serving people food, and uh being available to people and I think that this is an this is an idea that's that's gotten way better than more than just a good idea i mm. think uh young young people are longing for adventure mm. and they're finding that there's adventure in the gospel mm. and that uh yeah that that this kind of serving answers that you know uh, uh something in in their hearts
0: that church that gives you office space who is that that's new hope all right you guys are big on stories let's hear some stories john where's your microphone <laughs>
6: well one of our good friends arlie I'll steal Aaron's story here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's our story. He's uh, an older gentleman, uh, been homeless, legally speaking, for quite some time, uh, living in his sister's backyard. I won't tell you where. Police officers. the corner of... <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wasn't there when the guys first met him, um, because I am so new, but... Uh, when, they f- when we first met him, he was an old, broken, drunk man. Um, and over the last couple of years, of just sharing life with him, being with him, he's caught a hold of that life. He's um, seen what life is supposed to look like and has been searching after that and opening himself up to God so he can live that life mm-hmm. and receive that life. And uh, he's been coming out with us on our ministry days on Fridays uh for the last few weeks at least months at least um, and uh just seeing him minister to other people in the same situation that he's that he's in homeless dealing with alcoholism and brokenness um, taking walking alongside them as we walk alongside him and just all sharing life together. Um, I remember maybe it was a week or two ago, mm-hmm. uh, the guys took him out to In N Out, and I met him up, met up with him there. And uh, normally, when I see him, I give him a hug. He calls me his hug buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I like thought him. I would respect him out in public. I thought maybe, you know, he's older. I didn't think maybe you'd want to be seen hugging me in this restaurant. <laughs> so I chose to not hug him. And then he comes up to me, and he embraces me. Oh, wow. This awesome embrace. This holds me. And he says in my ear, Jesus loves you. And he loves me. And he just
1: kept on holding on to me.
6: So that's a pretty cool story.
0: <laughs> that's a really cool
2: story.
1: You know, something you just mentioned, you know, speaks to an important facet here, and that is a long-term commitment to where we serve. You know, and, and I, I like to use the word hit-and-run evangelism. You know, we kind of done that in in the american church over the past couple of decades we go in we hit an area we're gone you know and but but it's so important isn't it uh for and and especially talking about this issue of authenticity that we're there for the long term you know that we're serving the area of ninth street that the Mm -hmm. folks see you out there on a consistent basis and and they know that uh you know you're you're going to be there you know and uh as you are, are contacting people out there is it a matter of the light switch suddenly going on, or is it a matter of, hey, over time you start to see this person grow and you start to see God working through him, and you start to see the light going on as, as a process and not a flip of a switch?
5: Yeah, I would say I w- we were just talking to the, the other YWAM team that's with us uh-huh. here this week, and that's really what it's been for, for Arlie, that I can't think of a specific moment where suddenly he said, well, I accept Jesus now. Right. And so I give my life to him and all that. But it's been, uh, I was thinking of that parable of uh, the seed that's planted and grows into a tree that Amen. birds come and nest in, and you don't really know when it happened. It just did. And uh, I see that as, as how it's happened uh, for Arlie. And, and the the sudden light coming on and sudden life change in 24 hours is an exception usually to the rule of, um, for my experience anyways, of just steadiness and consistency. Mm -hmm. And um, like I told the group this afternoon, most people that I know know the the story of the gospel. They know God and they know that God loves us and Mm -hmm. Jesus came and died for our sins and rose again. But what they have not necessarily had an experience of is an experience of the the life and meaning behind those Amen. mere words. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are as, not just as Y.Y. Modesto, but as anybody who it's claims a to a have believer. Christ, <laughs> Yes, uh, that's what we're called to, to do is to give flesh and life uh, to words that would just be words otherwise. That's Amen. the heart
0: and soul yeah. of the believer, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's that experience that mm-hmm. he gives to us yes. that we can take out into the world. Yeah. Jimmy, you're in deep thought there. You just want Dr. <laughs> to share. Come on.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, as I, you as you were talking, I was just thinking uh, <coughs> that, Aaron, that at the end of uh, Hebrews 11, you know, that great hall of fame mm-hmm. of, of of believers, the, the great guys mm-hmm. and gals through all of biblical history, mm-hmm. at the very end of that. Uh, the writer of Hebrews says in verse thirteen, all these people were still living by faith when they died; they did not receive the things promised; they only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. You know, and and uh, I, I think in in our, and I love In and Out, and we're partaking of it <laughs> right here. But in our In and Out designed world, you know, we want results right away. Yeah. And and the fact is, and it's borne out by uh you know by the biblical text here, you know, that we may not see. You know, the the end game. You know, the, the important thing is that we're remaining faithful to the call and we're staying in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I would imagine that you guys also experience a lot of frustrations out there and you're going, oh, man, when are we going to get through to this guy or or you know, or, or this gal? What, uh, and Jimmy, maybe you can uh, speak to this, what, what keeps you going is maybe you see that despair or, or you see the, the addict, you know, relapse, you know, after some successes. What, what keeps you going out there and, and keeping that connection going? Uh, well, recently I've
3: I've discovered that um, when I get overwhelmed and sadness goes into sorrow, mm. that um, God, He's been reminding me that intercession is what what is happening. Mm. And yeah. um, you know, the heartbeat of justice has been beating through generations. And um, you you mentioned young people. You know, I I get my heart for justice from my heavenly father but also my own father Mm -hmm. and he got his from his father and Mm -hmm. people like martin luther king and you know people the champions that stand up and bring reality to our attention is what we need more of and people that will speak out and and um like what came to mind when I was in deep thought was <laughs> if I love it we do that, <laughs> <laughs> we do that occasionally
1: around here but.
3: I got this picture of uh, like if you were in a, back in a, a bedroom that say has one window and the blinds are are closed and uh as far as you can see it's gloomy outside it's it's a rainy day and somebody could even come in and say hey it's really cloudy out. it's really rainy today and you could already start forming what kind of day you're going to have based on that what what kind of plans you would make and um and you're already kind of in a mode and then you walk over and crack the blinds and it's a beautiful bright sunny day your entire perspective would change mm. and uh, I think in this world where um, we've got <clears throat> so many cultural and um well awful contributions, factors that are educating young people um, about what life is, but it's really not what life is is about. Um, There is the real reality that is there. That um, Often it just takes a champion of truth, of the gospel, to just bring it to their attention. And like Chris said, it excites them. They want to be a part of something that's uh, socially responsible, but even deeper than that, um, that's connected, as Aaron said, to uh, other human hearts Mm -hmm. relationally. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question (laughs) in a long-winded way, um, success, I think, is being
2: there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: And that, you know, I need my friends to keep me going. I need Mm -hmm. the presence of God um, and uh, obedience just to keep moving forward.
1: You know, we've got this measuring stick that we use for business you know at, at the end of the day if we've made a profit we're we're being successful you know at the end of the month if if uh, you know we're in the black we're we're pretty successful and that measuring stick unfortunately uh, is is number oriented and you know i struggle with this because i have a board and you know we have contributors we're responsible to and and um, that, that measurement of su- success really doesn't seem to be where Christ's heart was. You know, I mean, if, if you look at how many people Christ contacted, you know, what was his batting average? Not very good, you know, by, by the measuring stick. Right. And yet, you know, look at the impact that uh that that one man had you know and uh how his his disciples then carried that out and and you know the apostle paul turned the world upside down in a in a radical new way what are your your definitions uh, of success in ministry because i I, you know my personal thing is i think we need to redefine what that But is i'm just curious in in your experience from your perspective what does it mean to be successful in ministry i just start with you chris
4: Well, I think it's when uh, the van pulls up and the kids run out of their drug house and they're smiling and laughing (laughs) and excited that we're there to take them to the park to get them out of their situation for a couple Mm -hmm. of hours. I feel pretty successful. When that yeah, happens, man. I feel successful when somebody looks up and says, hey, it's the bread guys. <laughs> or uh, oh, yeah, yeah. when they come over and they've remembered our names because yeah. we are going to those places. Uh, that's that's when I feel success. Yeah. Jimmy, what do you think?
3: When God is revealed to someone,
1: uh,
3: whether... It manifests in them saying, "Hey, God was just revealed to me," or not. <laughs> uh, I, this sounds like it's going to be long, but it's real quick. Uh, there's a man named Frederick Buechner that I I love to to read his writings, and I just read what he wrote about Job last night. And uh, Job basically asked asked God why bad things happen to good people, mm-hmm. and demanded an explanation. And he said God didn't explain; he exploded. And uh it's because God, even if God did explain why he lost everything, he would still have to see the empty chairs at the breakfast table where his kids should have been. And he still scratched his boils that he had. And uh, he said, God doesn't explain himself. He reveals himself. And at the end of the day, after all of that, after losing everything, God revealed himself to Job. And Job had everything. Wow. So that, to me, is success.
1: You want to follow that one, Aaron?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Deep thinking uh, like that. Two <laughs> wow. really good one. <laughs> yeah. Um,
5: I guess for me, I've had... Uh, <laughs> While well, you guys have told your stories, I've been thinking about it. Um, one of the ways I think I feel success, quote-unquote success, you can't see me doing air quotes right now, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, is someone... Knowing my name, um, you know what I mean? Uh, That that is a sign of enough consistency and uh, recognition, not unlike what Chris was sharing, um, but just that uh, I am a face and I'm a person that's that's known to someone and that hopefully I'm also a face and a name that they can trust and that they would consider a friend.
1: An indication a, a relationship yeah. has developed. So important. Something, cool.
5: yeah, something yeah. real and something, yeah. something true. So that for me is successful. How about you, John? Life.
6: life. <laughs> Jesus. <Yeah>. No. Um, <laughs> okay, we'll take that. <laughs> you can't um, get it any more successful than no? that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just seeing life happen, seeing right relationship happen seeing the way God intended this world and our relationship with Him and each other, to how it's supposed to be to see that happen. When this little girl that we see looked at Jimmy interacting with his wife and kids mm. and something clicking in her brain, something stirring in her heart that she saw without knowing that that's what life is supposed to be because she's never seen it before. Mm-hmm just understanding somewhere deep inside that that is what life is supposed to be. Um, Me figuring out deep communication and heart issues with my fiance. Yeah, Mm. congratulations, by the way. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. It's been a week today. Um,
0: The lovely Rhiannon joins us in studio tonight. Congratulations, Rhiannon. (laughs)
2: Um,
6: Just understanding her heart and caring about her heart and then dealing with the things in my own heart so I can help her take care of hers life
1: the, the real the real stuff of life
0: I, I have a success, how about a song because when we heard this song for the very first time we knew it was going to be a hit across the board and it is, it's called How You Live and it's Point of Grace and we'll be back for more right after this
2: Wake up to the sunlight with your Don't hold in your anger or leave things unspoken Wear your red dress, use your good dishes Make a big mess and make lots of wishes Have what you want, but want what you have Hmm. Don't spend your life looking Turn up the music.
0: Elaine, Chris, Jimmy, Aaron, and John of YWAM Youth with a Mission. That says it all.
1: Isn't that, isn't that a great song? How are you? That it? is just absolutely incredible. I saw Chris yeah. Well, that's okay here. They got me. They got me. A good all right. Good you, you know, Elaine, we we've mentioned this time and time again, and, and maybe you guys have encountered this. Uh, do I do a lot of funerals? Two or, two or three a month, and a lot of most of these people are non-believers and it it's heart-wrenching you know to to sit down with their daughters or sons or widows or you know whatever family members friends and say well you know what did they do that was extraordinary in their life and and if you could pick one or two character traits that you would say hey I want, I want to pass those on to my kids or you know my my descendants what would that be and a good 85 90% of them can't think of anything no. Well What did they do well they she watched soap operas and and oh, went to bingo that's so sad. you know and and again I'm not criticizing the dead here i'm just saying what well, you know, waste our life yeah. playing bingo and and watching soap operas you know and 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 yet so many of us uh you know uh, in in our culture are wired that way mm-hmm. that Hey, you know, let's let's get our nest egg together, and then we'll give God the leftovers. You know, and and we just so much appreciate you guys because you're the antithesis to that—180 degrees, uh, you know, away from that. You've got God's call, and you've sacrificed everything, and you're out there doing what He wants you to do. Um, just out of curiosity, and, and Jimmy, if I, if I remember a couple of shows ago, mm-hmm. um, you were gonna be a comedian or something, right? That's oh, was, that was, was that was Aaron. I'm yeah. sorry, Aaron. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jimmy I, I,
4: was gonna be a rodeo clown. Oh, <laughs> you were gonna be a, <laughs> when I was in high school, I was, I was a comedian. Yeah. You were, yes. <laughs> well,
1: you know, I, I, I mean, you know, we all have dreams and this and that and the other mm-hmm. thing, and, and, uh, and, and then God says, okay, I, I, I that's okay but act yeah. has something much better for yeah. you what kind of transition did you guys go through in terms of saying okay god i don't know what i had in mind here but i i, I get this clear call what went through your heart uh aaron as is uh you made that transition mm,
5: uh that's a good question and i think i am just kind of figuring it out now for uh-huh. four and a half years later <laughs> um but I think, as I look back on uh, what I could have done, as far as going into comedy and sketch comedy, all that kind of stuff, that uh, if that was what God would, has called me to, I would have, um, I, I would have found life and expressed uh, God's creativity and sure. all of that in that. Um, but looking back, uh, seeing where He did lead me, um, I think. He was showing me and has shown me that there's more to myself than I thought. Mm. And I think when when yeah. God does ask us to lay something down that we feel is such a part of us, uh, you know, for me, performing and stuff like that, yeah. I still get to express aspects of that in various ways, you know, when, when I'm with my friends and we maybe try to do some creative stuff or whatever. Um, but I've also found that there's way more to myself, to the person God created, than than I would have... Found otherwise is that
0: like having more gifts
5: so, I think it's it's I think finding layers to you to your gifts mm-hmm. that yeah, uh, you yeah. didn't know were there that's a great way and developing uh, those parts of yourself that you didn't you didn't know you could do that mm-hmm. yeah. uh, because you had to lay something else down and let yourself be stretched and grow in another area so it's kind of funny because I
0: thought Jimmy was the comedian too <laughs> I'm sorry. I had that mixed up too, Jimmy. <laughs> So
1: we've now redefined Jimmy. So, uh, <laughs> are, are you saying he's funnier than me? No, not at all. Oh, no, 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 no,
0: no. Aaron, you've always been the funny guy. You've Thank you. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but Jimmy, this, and, and Aaron, I think you put that very beautifully. You know, you, there's much more to me th- than I thought. You know, God, God had... Uh, a plan to reveal more about me than than i could have seen mm-hmm. uh have you seen that uh re- reflected in your life jimmy have you, have you kind of experienced that
3: yes when i was 19 years old no 20 i was moving to nashville to play with a band that's very well known right now in the christian scene mm-hmm. and breaking up this year mm-hmm. and um which I, is hard to do, as
4: we know. Breaking <laughs> up is very hard to do. Hey, that was a song. Uh, yeah, and it was that band. No. Uh, <laughs>
0: so, uh,
1: <laughs> well, I can see the <laughs> cards and letters. From oh
0: you. my word! And the emails and
3: everything. Okay. Yeah, to I gonna gonna be on, on the board. Board. <laughs> oh. I, But I, I was talking to my wife, who was not my wife yet at the time, and I prayed, and I just knew that God had something deeper and and. <clears throat> More complete than that. Mm. And uh, uh, now, you know, the time that went by from then to now, you know, I've just changed and grown so much. And right now I'm actually making real deep music that Mm. gives me life and and hopefully will give people around me life. I'm actually recording an album right now and it's for Jesus. It's for the sake of art and And that 's not even all of me you know that's that 's just one part of me, but I think stepping away from what I thought I needed and what I thought God had for me um, mm. through that he gave me something like that, only more complete you uh, know what i 'm saying
1: what did you did you have to give up something to get there i mean did did uh, was there an aspect of surrender there uh, at, at a mm-hmm. point, or was it kind of just a gra- gradual revelation? that this is what God wants me to do. It was actually
3: immediate when I prayed about it. I just I heard him say what he said and um, and I said okay, and it was it was very hard because I thought that was the best thing for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Sacrificial. But I had to believe that it wasn't, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, glad I did because I, you know, I had so many incredible experiences by not going, you know, mm-hmm. that God was able to use in my life.
1: Chris, what about you? How how's that played out in your life?
4: Well, I think I don't know if I was I was headed down a different road than I'm on right now. Um I was uh we were talking earlier, I was on the radio uh in Kentucky. Yeah and I was going to school to be in broadcasting. Yeah. Uh, but I was, <laughs> even though I was, but you like to eat, <laughs> you know, <and> <laughs> I was severely unfulfilled in my, uh-huh. in my work mm-hmm. and in my life. And I was doing that with no thought. I just thought I'm good at this, so I'm going to try, I'll just do that and that'll be my life's work, mm-hmm. but I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So, uh, I did, I read, I, I came to a breaking point, uh, uh, one day. In my studies and in my work And I just came to this place Where I said God what do you want me to do Mm, You know I've been pursuing this Thing that I think Mm. is the best Thing for my life and I never took time To ask him
2: Mm.
4: And uh, that question has led me Down the path that got me To Modesto
0: (laughs) (laughs) Such a great story We're with YWAM and we've got more Right after this
1: Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help. Children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap. We connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure, simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22:39 39, to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs. The very first story that Mike told about ABC involved serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community. And in that moment, God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen. And as I saw the setup of the database, I realized that AVC is a wonderful partner with my own congregation. It helps us be more effective. This organization comes along and says, I'll do a lot of the groundwork and we'll discover the needs. And then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. ABC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department.
0: Habitat and ABC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community and helping others.
1: AVC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. AVC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. AVC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. ABC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community. Well, it works. And I I, I believe that as in our companies, as being uh, formerly a businessman in in, in Stanislaus County and and, uh, other counties in the state as as, as well, that uh, our companies were only as, as successful as our weakest link. And I believe that to be the same case in our communities and in our cities, that we can only be as much as we're going to be based upon the capacity and the ability of others to participate at an increased level and quality of of life.
0: You know, some of us can donate a little money, some a little time, some one
2: or the other or both. It really touched my heart that these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life.
1: we ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing vibrant communities, faith in action, pure, simple, proven effective, carrying out the biblical mandate to love our neighbors as ourselves.
2: Thank you.
0: I love it when she says thank you. And we're back with you live on Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike, Elaine, and our friends from YWAM Youth with a Mission. And we understand you're on a mission next month. Where are you off to?
4: Well, we're going to Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. Uh-huh. We were there in uh, June of last year. Uh, we took a team from Modesto of eight, and we're there for three weeks. And um, our heart is to see... Uh, to, to support ministry in, uh, in another country internationally uh, that is, well, doing what we do here. And so we want to take teams to bless Christian works over there. Uh, we want to be able to send support and resources from our abundance here mm. uh, in California to a place that it could, it could do a lot of good. Uh, from the time that we were in, in Thailand, the last time, we were able to partner with a, a small orphanage and help to send a couple of their kids through Christian school this year. Mm. And um, just with money that we, we had raised to go on our trip, when we got over there, we found out that it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we partnered with a Christian school, the kids' school, to help them build a library. And we were also able to provide the first hundred books to their library yeah. so yeah. we want to be involved in more of that that it, to be involved in a grass grassroots ministries over there that are helping children and women avoid uh prostitution as a choice for their life so
0: are all of you going everybody the uh, table.
6: i am not John is not. Sure you are. This is John, and I'm not. Quite. So, John, you will be here locally. Yeah, they're not letting me because I'm too new. <laughs> John, the real reason. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, as a uh, full-time missionary, I need to raise support to live. Mm-hmm. And while I'm in the process of doing that, I'm working a part-time job. Um, so, because it's during the holiday season, it would just be easier to not go. And Hold down the fort. Yeah, for the guys. <laughs> we need you to keep things going. And be be Here. on call when yeah. Elaine at ABC calls <laughs> That's you to right. help. <laughs> That's right. I so, all, so all appreciate the you
1: guys. <laughs> yeah, <I remember. laughs> well, when you guys when you guys were there, you, you saw some pretty uh, heart tugging stuff. Mm-hmm. You saw some uh, some graphic things. It really made an impression on you. Maybe hit one or two of those scenes. You know, create that word picture for us again of of what you saw and why you're going back. I would imagine that had a lot to do with it.
4: I think Kathleen, uh, for one, is a woman who uh, runs the small orphanage that we're talking about called the Home of Joy. And she, uh, with a true mother's heart, has taken on uh, eight children to live in her house. It's not a program she just has them in her house yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, has brought them in and is is loving them. These are kids that have been abandoned because of poverty and because of uh, issues in in their mother 's lives and uh, truly truly innocent people that never made a choice uh, for you know to do anything wrong but are mm-hmm. just part of the part of the fallout of other people 's choices, and she's taken them in uh and has them in her home and loves them like a mother loves yeah, yeah, yeah. kids so just, we want to be a part of blessing her and honoring people like her that are working around the world
1: you know your your comment about it's not a program it seems to me that's kind of how the first church rolled rolled out didn't it yeah. meeting at yeah. homes and and uh taking care of each other you know that's a, pure pure ministry stuff that's great uh jimmy what about you what what recollections that do you have from your last trip that caused you to say yeah man we we got to go back there and invest some time here
3: uh the first thing i thought of was we are on the border of uh, thailand and burma for a day Hmm. and uh they were little children uh maybe six years old there's one uh, little girl with uh, about six years old that had a one-year-old on her back Hmm. and she was begging and i saw no adults that they were connected to around and um it struck me that um, the night before, or a couple nights before, we walked past a brothel and there was a girl in there, she looked about 14 years old, um, that was a prostitute, and approached us and said, hey guys, what do you want? And it, it broke our hearts and we just sat on the curb and prayed for her. And it struck me that that little girl with the, the, the baby on her back uh, very likely could be destined for that kind of life as well because she's poor and that's the only... Thing, uh, that's there, so um, we want to go and try to stop those things from happening
1: mm-hmm. so. yeah. Now to do that, <clears throat> I would imagine you need uh, some currency uh, <laughs> to make that you want to talk about that a little bit, Aaron? What can uh, folks sure. out there do to help out? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we
5: are uh, trying to raise our funds in order to be able to go do that, and, and that is uh, the planned dates are November 6th to 16th and uh, we're trying to raise our money so that we can buy tickets so that we can go. Um, we uh, need approximately $4,000 altogether. Well, we're a quarter of the way there. We're, uh, so, yeah, uh, a yeah, uh, fourth of the way there. How can people so,
0: help out? Let's encourage people to, to um, help.
5: They can help out, um, obviously, um, by praying and uh, also, they can go to our website. Yes. <laughs> website While you're praying, go to our website <laughs> yes. at uh, www.ywammodesto.org, Y-W-A-M-M-O-D-E-S-T-O dot O-R-G. Is there a
0: mailing address And here? there
5: is uh, contact information okay. there right. and um, how you can t- send support to help us get yeah, there. Yeah,
4: actually, if you, go to our, uh, if you go to the website, you can download our most recent newsletter, and mm-hmm. on there it has information about how to support us. Uh, at this point, we're fiscally sponsored by New Hope Church. So donations for the Thailand Project, go to New Hope Church for that account. And uh, But it tells you all that on our website. How
0: can yeah. we, we're bumping the clock a little bit, guys, but how can we just go around each of you? How can we pray for you as you go, as we send you off? Because we want to follow up when you mm. come back, you know. Chris, start it off.
4: Oh, just pray that the reason for this trip is to make deeper connections with those grassroots organizations over in Thailand. So pray that our meetings go well mm-hmm. and that God guides our steps. We're, we're kind of, um, we're just going and seeing how the Lord leads us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a few ministries that we want to find and be able to partner with and that we just really need God to guide our steps. Okay, Jimmy?
3: I pray that we will bring hope to the, the Thai people.
5: Uh, amen to Chris and Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could add much to that.
0: And John.
6: I could use some prayer for continued growth between me and my fiance. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and speaks French. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as we discover our roles in YW and Modesto, um, as those develop, just commitment to discernment and faith, and courage to walk it out. God
0: bless you all, and thank you for being here with us once again. Thank we look you. forward to yeah. you coming back. Join us again next week. Our resident doctor is in, psychologist, author, doctor, and friend, Jim Hinman. Have a great week, and don't forget to join us for heaven coming up shortly, right here.
1: Well, we're not going to heaven. We're well, going to talk about. We it. We are yeah.
0: going to heaven. Well, <laughs> yes, eventually. we are.
1: But probably not in the next After half opinion, hour. We don't think. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We'll find out in thirty minutes. <laughs> Have a great week. All
2: right. <laughs>